Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 31 of the Infinite Boost podcast. I'm so excited to bring you this episode because it was just really fun to record. My guest this week is Thanovic, the phenomenal, excellent, uh, just super nice guy from Australia, YouTuber. I'm sure you've heard of him. He has been uh, blowing up on YouTube right now. His videos have been fantastic. They've been extremely motivational for me. They've given me a lot to think about. They've given me a lot to work on. And I hope that you've seen them as well. And let me just say that uh, if you enjoy his videos, you're going to enjoy this episode just as much. This guy is super nice. Uh, I just I just really, really enjoyed this episode. I'm so grateful that he took the time to hang out with me for a little while to talk some Rocket League. So I hope that you enjoy this episode. I hope that you get a lot out of it. Uh, just going back and being able to listen to it again, it brought a smile to my face. So without further ado, uh, follow me on the Twitter, join the Discord, come hang out. Uh, join the Infinite Boost podcast community that is growing. Uh, there will be a link down in the show notes, and you can also find it on Twitter. Uh, to get into the Discord, we are chatting more and more about all kinds of things. We got Roulette League going on, which is a lot of fun. And now that Spike Rush is an actual thing in Rocket League that you can do whenever you want, that's certainly something that we're going to do very soon. Anyways, blah, blah, blah. Let's get into the episode, Thanovic number 31. I'm so excited. Roll the episode. Thanovic, thank you so much for joining me on the Infinite Boost podcast. And I will say, before I let you say anything at all, that I apologize because we were supposed to do this a week ago, (laughs) and then I was a bum about it, and the Super Bowl was happening, and I had to go do that. So I kind of blew you off, and I just want everybody in the world to know that I did that, and I'm sorry, and I appreciate that you gave me a second chance and that we're here. You are all good, man. Thank you for having me, and of course, it's the Super Bowl, so like, there's more than a good enough reason to to postpone. Absolutely. I mean, for a guy that's not that into football, I wouldn't say that, but uh, okay. I appreciate uh, your kindness either way. No worries, man. No worries. I know it's a big thing in the States. Not so much here, but like, I, I'm not taking that away from anyone. The Super yeah. Bowl is the Super Bowl. Sure, sure. Yes. And I, I appreciate that. And uh, I think this, is, this has been really unique for me to think about and schedule just because uh, you are 17 hours ahead of me. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. we're recording this on Sunday evening for me, and it's like the middle of the morning on Monday for you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, well, it's so it's uh, uh, it's at 1.55 p.m. for me Monday. Oh, so it's even farther. It's in the afternoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> wow. So how how is the future treating you so far? It's been good. I've I've literally I ended up finishing up a video last night, and I went to sleep immediately because I worked on it all day, and I just woke up and I've spent the morning just answering comments. So it's been good. <laughs> yeah, I saw. Uh, I think on Twitter or somewhere, you might have said it in one. I can't remember exactly where you said it, but mm. you were like, uh, "I answer all of my comments." Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> That's like for me right now, like I have 135 subscribers, which I'm very happy with considering mm. like how minimal of effort I put in <laughs> to my YouTube, which I'm, I am disappointed by my efforts, uh, but not 
the reception that my efforts have gotten nice. and you uh i will say congratulations to you as well because you. uh your youtube has really been taking off recently um which is so good to see because uh the videos that you put out are so helpful and great um if you don't subscribe to this guy on youtube please do uh but we'll get to that at the end of the show anyways you're like i answer all my comments and i'm like dude that's mm. cool when you have you know, 500 or a thousand subscribers, but you're sitting at 13 or 14,000. Now those comments are just going to go up. Like uh, that's going to yeah, be a full-time yeah. <laughs> job on top of everything else. Yeah. Uh, so it was, it was something I wanted to start off. Obviously once, when you start off every comments massive to you, cause it's like some, some new person taking interest in your work. So I always took the time to do that. And then as it grew, I was like, I don't see too many YouTubers actually like replying to a whole lot of comments i was like i wonder like i could probably do it for the first like i don't know if i got to a thousand i could probably still do it and i did and then i started like i i mean a lot a lot of the people that comment on my videos have been commenting on them for a long time and so i do recognize the same people and so i like we have continuous we have long conversations over like across different videos kind of thing mm -hmm. um so yeah so i will it'll it's part of my morning routine i'll wake up and I'll start on my phone and then when I'm ready to get out of bed, I'll come to my desk and I'll just like pull up the comments and just go through and answer as many as I can. Then have a bit of a break for breakfast and then come back and do the rest. And then just, I kind of leave them for the rest of the day unless my phone is next to me. And then I just go back the next morning. But mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's cause it's a lot of things. It's a lot of people want to ask questions and get like, you don't want to ask a question to the, the creator and then have to come back like three or four days later to see if they've answered it and it might not be answered. So I've just always had a thing of trying to connect with, with the community. I didn't honestly expect it to get to this size. Uh, hmm. Like, I mean this quickly. Yeah. Like, but I didn't think it could get to the size long-term either. But even then I was like, I can, I can still do this. I can still reply to everyone. It might take a little bit more time, but it's something I definitely want to keep up. Oh yeah, you definitely can. And I think I, I, w I will say that I, strongly admire you taking the time to do that because without and i feel i feel the same way about you know people that try and talk to me about the podcast mm. like i'll get dms on twitter instagram sometimes or you know people will send me messages on discord and i i never want to leave anybody hanging yeah um, because without these people like i would have nothing yeah. like I just crossed over 10,000 downloads for the podcast today, nice. which, yeah, which is just really thrilling. Um, <laughs> and like creating content, I enjoy it and I do it for myself. And at the same time, I get so much joy that other people are getting something out of it. So to not be able to uh, give back and, and show thanks in some way, as in like replying to comments and things of that nature uh you know it it means a lot to people yeah absolutely um yeah and I, I think as well once once you see the same the same few people like the same people saying how much they love your podcast or like how much they love i guess videos of yours you understand that like for me it's when i noticed the same is one subscriber that uh me and my girlfriend at the time noticed in every single video uh name was his name was Hong Lim, so I don't know if you're listening to this Hong Lim, but like we literally, I reached out to him afterwards, and I was like, "Hey man, like it's really awesome. I've seen you in every single one of my comments, kind of thing. I like you're, you've literally been there from the beginning." And then like seeing him 
come back to every single video i was like man it's it's crazy that <laughs> i started doing youtube in it like in a cupboard essentially <laughs> like i had no room and it was just like these little videos i would do every now and then but it was seeing the same people being so positive and like uh, nice about everything really really nice to see the community kind of come together and just have a overall positive energy about these kind of things mm -hmm. so yeah and it, like especially when you get like direct messages as well and people just being like hey i just really want to tell you blah 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 I'm like oh, like it's actually when people go out of their way to be kind about something you've put a whole lot of effort into it's yeah it's it's a crazy feeling <laughs> and that's yeah that's, so cool. that's why yeah that's it's why really of course cool. you try and just always give back as much as you can yeah so i think i can say for both of us to the community at large people that take in our content and spend their time with us mm. whether i mean indirectly Mm. through watching or listening to what we do or commenting on our things. Thank you so much. Absolutely. Yeah. So, and I think talking about content, especially uh, you is interesting. Uh, and I think we'll start off here. And then I always like starting off the podcast, getting a little bit of a backstory, uh, okay. but I will start with this and then we'll go into that just so I don't forget. Actually, I'm just going to write it down. <laughs> cool. Um, so that I don't forget, and then we can start off like we always start off. So, uh, like, why Rocket League? How Rocket League? Like, give me, give me mm. uh, more info on on <clears throat> your uh, Rocket League history. Right. Um, so, once I moved to university, uh, 2016, I went up to uni or college. Uh, uh, yeah, uni. No, uni. I'm pretty sure. Or varsity or whatever it is in the states um we call it college college okay yeah yeah but so we call to college. they are universities but we go to college right right okay once i left home i guess <laughs> and went to live in like a dorm my internet was oh, like shocking kind of thing i didn't take my playstation because i had a playstation at the time um like i had no pc or anything and so I did that for a year and then I came out and I came back home to live with my parents so I could not pay rent over the summer. And living with my parents, uh, I think, what was I playing? I was like playing Battlefield 1 or something with a whole lot of friends or like Battlefield 4. It might have been 2016. And uh, we were just really, really bad at the game. And I was like, I can't play this kind of thing anymore. I'm not very good. My internet's <laughs> not very good for it. Uh, is there anything else on? And my friend at the time, had Rocket League and was like, oh, go and play this. And originally I was like, nah, I really can't. Like, it doesn't look fun. And so I avoided it for about a month. And then he, eventually he was like, yeah, just just give it a try. And I gave it a go. And obviously, if, you've, if you play the game, you understand. Like, when you start off, you're, like, terrible. And, like, in the, in the grand scheme of things, you're not very good at the game. And so for me, that really uh, attracted me to the game because if I can pick up a game and not be – oh, that sounds – no, hold on <laughs> – it's like one of those things where you there's so much to learn and so much to improve on. And when you can see people like the pros at the time doing things that you can't even fathom, it's like the skill ceiling is so high that there's so much room for you to move with the game and like improve with the game. And so that definitely drew me in. Um, and then I played it every all day, every day throughout that summer break. And I think at the time I got to like gold and like 200 hours, which I thought was sick. And now people are like getting to... <laughs> to diamond or something in that time so it's crazy um then i saved up for a pc just because 
there were diff- different games I wanted to try out. I was getting bored of uh, PS4, so I wanted to try out some different games. Ended up picking, like, what was it big at the time? Minecraft and uh, League, I think it was. And I was like, I want to try them out, see what they like. Got the PC, found out Rocket League was on PC, started playing it, found out it was so much better on PC. I was like, I could actually <laughs> dedicate <laughs> time to this. So I started on, like, Platinum. And that's when, um, at Platinum level, I was kind of helping my friends who were still at like silver or gold. So I was like, okay, like just trying to tell them things. Then ended up being like, maybe there's a way that I can use YouTube to help me improve by like, if I can get all my thoughts down to make these little guides and tutorials, it'll help me to actually understand what I'm trying to improve on myself and then get better with it. And so I, throughout my second year of university, dedicated like a whole lot of time to Rocket League just to try and improve. And then every now and then would make these little videos. Um, so then once all that was together and I was, I was seeing improvement and everything, I just decided to like really go for it and ended up playing every day for like eight months. Um, but yeah, so essentially I got into Rocket League because I was bored of shooting, like shooter games. And I found the skill ceiling was massive. There was no way I could achieve uh, I could just be good at the game. And so I knew it was going to take a lot of dedication and that really drew me into it. I think it draws a lot of people into it. It's the fact that it either draws you in or it, that you hate it immediately and you never play it mm-hmm. again. I think it really comes down to mentality. Like yeah. when you when you get into a shooting game, Counter-Strike, Fortnite, yeah. I mean, even I think Fortnite, uh, I'm sure a lot of people have been turned off from Fortnite because it isn't just a shooting game. Like there is a lot of creativity. There's a lot of different skills that go into building, especially now. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it can turn, it can turn off a lot of people, but say like counter-strike, you know, every now and then in counter-strike, you could get a lucky headshot and Mm. feel that reward. Even, you know, five or six hours into that game, you can get a good shot and feel good about yourself for getting that kill. But then in rocket league, five hours in, you know, you're not going to hit a really powerful shot to score a powerful goal. Like you have to, you have to start rocket league with the end in mind and be okay with the fact that it's going to take you, it's just going to take time to get there. Absolutely. And you even said in your last video that you put up bronze to GC and in the tips in between, like you cut to your own, picture like you and you're like telling the audience yeah there there are look into my eyes there are (laughs) no tips that that i can give you just play the game it's the thing of everyone like starts the game and they're like but people are so much better than me there must be something i can do and it's literally it's like look you're not gonna get there like tomorrow just don't freak out just start playing and you'll understand how much easier it is if you just like start instead of look for a shortcut oh yeah 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 and and going back to mentality, there are people that have the mentality that can start with the end in mind, see what is possible, and mm. work towards getting it. And then there are people that will get in the game and be like, wow, this is hard. I don't <laughs> like working hard. Yeah. No, thank you. And just yeah. uninstall and be done. Yeah. I I have always found that a really strange mentality. Like, even when you relate it to something like Fortnite, I tried Fortnite. And I was like, okay, this game is hard for me. Because uh, that was the first time I'd... Once I moved to PC, I only really played uh, League of Legends. I played some Minecraft, like, just to de-stress from university. And then 
uh rocket league so i never really played i didn't play uh like a fps game or like a shooter game on pc and moving over to keyboard and mouse it was like really difficult for me so i was like okay there's a massive skill ceiling i could probably get into this and then after a few months i was like i actually i don't think i can see myself pursuing rocket league and then trying fortnite as well so i was like i'm gonna have to like take a step back so i i don't get that mindset of being like let's play this game and within like two hours you're like no it's too hard like i i feel like you have to give something a try and if you actually can't like fully get around it after three months or like if it's just you don't think it's going to be worth it long run it's like yeah that's fine i don't understand giving up so early especially in rocket league of all games as well I appreciate you saying that, and I can certainly see it from... I mean, I understand the perspective that people would want to give up. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Just, uh, I mean, I I don't feel that way. I've, mm. I've felt that. I should say this. There, there have been many times in the past year, uh, especially like when I've started the podcast, been trying to get better at Rocket League, uh, been working on other kinds of content that I'm like, what am I doing with myself? Like (laughs) I'm not improving. I'm not getting any better. I'm just going to give up. Like I am a sham. I guess you could (laughs) almost call it a little bit of like a phony or like, um, uh, uh, what I mean? Yes. But there's, there's like a, there's a name for it. It's like imposter. Imposter syndrome, yeah. Right, cool. Have go, you ever go. have you heard of that before? Uh, I haven't heard imposter syndrome. Is that just the the so feeling it, of yeah? It's it's a feeling of like um, that even even though you have the success or you're doing well, like you don't actually deserve it, or right. like you're getting you're getting credit for something, like. I'll take I'll take you for instance and not saying that you're feeling like this yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. going back to your recent success uh or at least you know that your YouTube channel is starting to grow mm. uh that you're like I don't I don't deserve this I'm not doing anything like like you feel right. you are somewhere that you don't necessarily deserve to be. Yeah, and then obviously from there it can get a bit kind of overwhelming to be like I have to keep this up. Exactly. Like Right. Uh, you know, if I put out another video or I do something, if I do what I want to do or do something else, people are going to see that they don't actually, they shouldn't actually be subscribed to me or they shouldn't right. watch my videos or something you. like that. Does that yeah. make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I see that. Yeah. Right. And I, and, and maybe that's not exactly what I was feeling, but at the same time, it, it's just like, I don't feel that I have what it takes to move forward any right. farther with this. Um and I've I've had to fight through that a good number of times mm. over the past 9 months just because of like frustration with the game. And yeah. uh you know and I I'm I'm what I guess I, I'll ask you this like have you ever had the experience of going through a day like sometimes I would just get so sucked into the game that I would go on these long playing sessions uh, more, I guess, you know, in hindsight, more out of frustration uh, that 
I can't win or put together a good win streak. And then I'm just like, this is stupid. Like, I don't want any more to do with this and really just feel like giving up after right. like a long play session, but you're still at the same MMR that you started at, or maybe just a little bit lower. You're like, I just spent six hours playing mm. this game and got literal nowhere. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I've had that a few times where it's like, uh, yeah. So I don't know if I haven't actually mentioned it yet. So I did take a five month break from the game. Kind of. That was actually, that, that was what I was going to talk to you about. Yeah, that was yeah. like the first thing that I didn't want to forget. So it's kind of a good segue into that. So mm. keep going. So yeah, that was the point where I think from a YouTube point of view as well, it's because I was playing and I was trying to put out three videos a week for that uh, at that time, which I don't recommend doing if you have like uh, I had university and uh, like two jobs. So I was trying to like put so out these three videos and then trying to put out content while also trying to improve doesn't like putting out that much content and trying to improve didn't really work. So I'd be playing the game just to get videos out. And I was like, OK, when am I going to start seeing some improvement? Like I, I'd be playing the game eight hours a day to get content and then editing kind of thing and then going to work later on and then like university like at some points kind of thing just to get everything working but to be putting in five to eight hours every day and then seeing absolutely no improvement because it's all focused on making videos and i was like okay, this is actually really draining i'm not improving i'm just kind of like i've hit one point and i'm just trying to drill videos from this one point and it's not like i'm not learning and if i'm not learning i can't really uh help anyone you know like you can only yeah. make advice so much before the advice has run out and you're literally just stuck in the same spot trying to repeat the same thing over and over without learning anything yourself right so, if you're not if yeah. you're not growing at all how do you yeah, yeah make those videos so that's where the point where i was like i took a step back and i was like i can't play like i, I also got really burned out in the game and i was like i can't play this game anymore because i'm i'm a, only i'm only playing it for content and it's not uh i'm like not enjoying it anymore and if i'm not enjoying it the content's not going to be great so i was like i think it's easier for me to take a step back from everything and i was like we'll just do it for like two weeks and it ended up being five months because i just started playing different games to get my like to get my head out of it and then mm -hmm. a whole lot went on and i like moved house like to move flat a few times and other stuff happened and i was like i just couldn't really get back into it because there's other stuff going on as well but like i did try a few times i'd come back and be like let's play a few games and it was like really small stuff like I'd lose one game, be like, nah, it's <laughs> no more. Just stop playing completely. And it was just, I got really, yeah, I really got out of the the feel of enjoying the game, which is why I took a step back. So I have felt that feeling of being like going down the losing streak and be like, nah, no more. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So that kind of, that did uh, go towards my five month break is I wasn't playing very well. Uh, I was playing for ages, but I wasn't improving. And then I would just keep losing. And like, especially when you're trying to make videos and all you need is like a, a win a game where you win so you can commentate over it like because if you lose five nil every game it's so hard to, <laughs> to just point out your mistakes so i was like okay let's just get one win so i can like post something and then once i realized that i was just playing for like even if it was an average game to go on the channel i was like it's really not worth my viewers time if they're gonna watch me play average just so i can get a video out so yeah that's why i took a big step back because i was like it's not worth me putting up 50 videos that are like not great uh, if you mm -hmm. do go back you'll see the decline as well if you go back over my channel there's a point where you realized i 
wasn't playing very well, but I was trying to get videos out. And I look back at it now and I was like, I would delete like 25 of my videos if I could, because I can, I can go back and I can see the decline. It's like, uh, and I can delete them. I just don't know if my channel manager would be very happy. <laughs> but yeah, so, it's yeah. It's, where do, gosh, where do we go from here? So how <laughs> long, like what, what brought you back and what made it stick this time? Right. So this time around, I had come back, I had moved flats again and like, I've, I came back to my uh, parents' house for the summer again before I move, because I'm moving like cities this time instead of just flats. So I was like, I'll get out of my flat so I can stop paying rent, move back in my parents. And I just picked up a job that is like one job because I'm not paying rent here. And I'm just saving up, pick up one job that's just like a night shift. So I was like, I have all day, what am I going to do? And I started playing different games. I was like, okay, maybe it's time to test Rocket League again and see if I can get back into it. And by this point, like a whole thing, a whole lot of things have like been and gone. But around the time was when NRG won Worlds. Um, and so I was watching that and I was keeping up with that as I was thinking, as I was like getting back into it recently. And it was just watching that whole buildup of like seeing good Rocket League again, seeing like professional uh, players obviously play at the peak at their peak so watching all that i was like okay and then i had a look at some of the creators around i like followed musty's channel uh sunless and everyone i was like all right i think it's time to get back in and see if i can give this a second chance and see if i can uh actually post a whole lot of content that i am happy to have on my channel like i like the old stuff i did when i started i was happy with like i go back now and the quality's nowhere near as good as it i guess is now but I was still happy posting it then because I felt like I was achieving something. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah. So I took about a month. I was playing the game or I was thinking about coming back to the game. And I was just having, thinking of all these different ideas for videos a month before I actually came back to my channel just so I came back and didn't get uh, stuck, I guess. Yeah. So yeah, I think it really does come down to worlds. Like worlds i think saved me from it was so <laughs> like, good brought me back yeah and like the games like the quarterfinal are uh, the semi-final games as oh. well so i was like i have to come back it's <laughs> I miss this game now <laughs> disgusting mm. and that's the thing you know again when i think about like taking a break myself or not playing the game or anything like that like i just think to myself first of all you're just frustrated because you're not playing as well as you would like to be playing and you're just going to go play some other competitive game where you're literally going to be four years behind yeah. <laughs> because you've been playing Rocket League for the past four years. This is yeah. me thinking to myself in my brain. So, like, do you really want to walk away from this game that you do truly love? It is, like, the best competitive game on the market, hands yep. down. Absolutely. Like, without question. And, yeah, I'm biased. And, yes, it is the <laughs> best game Come at me, bro. Um, <laughs> and like when when I get through that conversation with myself, I'm like, okay, just calm down. Give mm. yourself a little bit of time. Mm. And the next day I wake up and I'm like, okay, let's get back at it again. Yeah. So yeah, like when I stopped playing uh, Rocket League, I tried playing Hearthstone or Hearth Hearthstone for yeah. the first time. I got addicted to it because I really enjoy like those kind of strategy, strategy games. So I played mm -hmm. a lot of that. Uh, I got 
all right at it but at the same time i was like a lot of it is you need the money in the game to get better cards obviously so i was like okay Mm -hmm. i can't i don't want to commit that much uh so i was like let's try league of legends again and if you don't play league of legends consistently you are so far behind and so i was like i went into it i played it for about a month and i was like i'm actually so bad at this game this like i i have to go back to rocket league now so i think especially the beautiful thing about rocket league is how easy it is to train in rocket league i've never played league of legends and honestly Mm. like i have so i upgraded my pc last june or july Mm. and i've downloaded um not (laughs) team fight tactics but the 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 dota version of team fight tactics i can't remember what dota underground oh yeah yeah in one of my phases of I'm not going to play Rocket League, I <laughs> yeah. downloaded. Um, let's see, what else did I download? Uh, Magic: The Gathering Arena, because yep. that was another phase of maybe I'm not going to play Rocket League, and of course I came back. <laughs> and then there was there was one first person shooter that I downloaded on this computer that I oh Halo. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. But that was just like to play with friends. And I played for like three hours. No, not even three because you can't return it after three. I played it for an hour and a half. Oh, and Borderlands. And I returned both of those (laughs) and just like came back to Rocket League. So I completely understand. Like I hesitate even downloading the games because I know that I'm not going to play them. Yeah. Yeah. So I com- I completely understand where you're coming from on that. So let's talk about this then. And I think it, one of the questions that I was going to ask you, and I have it written down right here, like when did you start making after coming back? So I think it's interesting that you were playing for a month and then you started making videos again. So how are you finding the balance now in between your videos and making content like what are you doing differently now that you weren't doing then and of course you're not doing three a week so right uh you know that's a good choice but like what else are you doing to find that balance in between doing it for yourself and then also producing content on a consistent basis right so i the first thing i did when i came back is i talked to my manager about the state of the channel before i left and how i want to improve it and like the things i can do to make my videos a bit higher quality. And so we had a long chat about that. And unfortunately I made, I say unfortunately, uh, yeah, that's the best way to word this. I, my first video coming back. So yeah, I, okay. So I did play a month, a month like on and off trying to get back into it, knowing I wasn't going to be very good, but I was like, I don't want to post the week I start playing cause I'm not going to be very good. So I took a month to just try and get back to it. Like I just did a whole lot of training, just a whole lot of rank to get my placements done, obviously. Um, But then I sat down and I thought about it and I looked at the way YouTube had the way, like the, how different channels were marketing and like how they were presenting their videos and everything on YouTube almost has become, I guess in the Rocket League scene as well, has become this, like uh highly edited uh content like if you watch basically any channel i think it's almost every channel just edits their content uh yeah a lot more like yeah 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah i watch 
obviously a big inspiration for a lot of YouTubers that want to do Rocket League is Sunless because he's just one of the people who made his so cinematic and so easy to watch. And so I watched a whole lot of his content to see his editing style and just to see the different ways he would cut and his music and everything. So I was like, okay, maybe I could do this. And then I started learning more about editing. So this is like the month before. So I was playing, but I was also like dedicating a little bit of time to learning about editing, learning mm-hmm. about uh, different music styles and like that. And I'm still learning it. Like you'll, you can go back over my last few videos and you'll see there's definitely a change, but I'm still, I still need to improve. Obviously like there's always room for improvement, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, but yeah, nowadays I post one video a week or at least try to, I had trouble this week cause the servers went down the only two days I had time to get footage cause I'm working right. like full time kind of thing. So those two days the servers went down was the only time I could get footage that really threw me. But uh, I ended up having a chat with Musty and Floomp. I think I'm saying his name right, but I've, I don't think I've heard anyone say it before. It's Floomp, yeah. Floomp. Okay, cool. Yeah. So I had, I had a chat with uh, Musty and I had a chat with Floomp about how they do things. We're, uh, we're part of the same management company. So my manager put me in contact with them. Oh, nice. Yeah. So that was really nice because uh, when it coming back, he was like, do you want to speak to these guys about how they do it? And I was like, hmm. <laughs> absolutely yes <laughs> <laughs> two of the biggest names yeah so like, of course of course so we had a big chat uh they show me how they go about editing which is really cool because that was from as someone who only like really posted gameplay to trying to go into this ultra editor style of uh ultra edited video style was really difficult which is why i did take that month but then uh so yeah so i would like so the, the way i go about it nowadays to keep myself learning while also being able to get out content is i the start of the week i try and record as much as i can and it's never enough but like i always try and record and then that's like monday uh tuesday i'll write the script kind of based off of the con the footage i know i have and then based off what i can like get i write the script for what i want to make the video about uh wednesday and then i try and record all the audio there then Wednesday, I get the rest of the footage that I know I don't have, but because that's mm. like a whole day thing, I can still, there's still like six hours for improvement and then like an hour of footage. But it gives me time to really focus on like, yeah. So it gives me like six hours of time to work on my own gameplay. And if I don't want to play, I just won't, but I'll like play at the end to get that footage. And then mm-hmm. I spend Thursday to Sunday editing. Nice. So yeah, I've tried to really balance like I'm still working essentially a nine to five job, but it's like on and off every now and then like every other day I'll work like nine to five kind of thing. Yeah. So it's, it's trying to get the time, trying to get the time to practice and like drill mechanics and learn while also putting like 20 hours into editing. And I think it's more fun for me now that I can see it's this progress on my channel. Like, because once I saw the fact that these edited videos were doing so much better, I was like, all right, like, it's not as bad as me posting three times a week and not really getting much out of it and then not improving either. Like, yeah, I'd rather put in a whole lot of effort and like still have a little bit of time to learn, but then get like almost immediate results back on my channel. Like the videos are doing incredibly well at the moment. And a lot of it, I think, has come down to the, the change of style. Yeah, and I for sure. That edit, I hope that answered your question because I, I found myself talking a lot. 
I can't remember anymore, to be honest. <laughs> but what you said was good, and that's all that matters. Cool. cool. I, no, I, I feel good about it. So you, you still have a good amount of time to work on stuff. Um, where are you right now, like, in MMR-wise? Because I know we chatted a little while ago, and you said you were right on the cusp of GC, especially after the, I think I messaged you initially about being on the show after you posted that 15, uh, training packs that you should do video, which was just awesome. By the way, I'll link that. I mean, you you just go to his channel. That video was so (laughs) like that video inspired the poop out of me. Like after, and I'll be (laughs) honest, like I hadn't watched a lot of your videos Mm. up until that one. Um, and for whatever reason, I was like, okay, I'm going to watch this one just because I'm curious, like which ones you listed. And Mm. for some reason I was just like, this is awesome. Like I, (laughs) I just loved watching it. Um, and was just like, so thrilled. I don't know what it was. Um, you know, it's, it's making me want to go back and watch it again, but I just love the video (laughs) and that's what really inspired me to get in touch with you um about being on the show because it was just so clear that like you were so uh focused on improvement which you know yeah uh, i am myself and uh, that's what this podcast is all about so go watch that video because uh, <laughs> it just gives you so much to practice and so many different things to work on uh that mm. that it's fantastic um thank you i can't even remember where i was going with it but uh, you know, that's, that's why I wanted to get you on the show. Um, I don't know. So what, what, what are you, where are you right now in MMR? That's That's what I was asking you. Oh, so, um, so before I came on today, I was like, I should probably try it. Like I should actually really try and get GC before I go on this podcast. And so I woke up early. I played a whole lot of games. I got one, I like 14, 90 i think it was so like one or two games away oh man and i queued into a game and i queued up against the same guys that i just beaten like a few i beat these same guys like back to back to back kind of thing and i was like if we get them again i'm actually like no disrespect to them obviously but i'm pretty confident i can get gc and my teammate i'm on like 40 ping they're on 40 ping my teammate comes in with 260 ping and i was like okay and so i messaged he was like, hey, what's up with the server? And I was like, where are you in the world right now? And he's like, um, Canada. And I was like, my man, oh, I was like, no. this is Oceana. And he's like, oh. And I was like, wow, okay. So we got like, we got destroyed. And I was like, okay, never mind. Going to the next game. And it's a completely different guy, but he's got 160 ping. And he's like, I'm US East. And I was like, what is going on? And so I just went on this <laughs> mad losing streak. And I'm, I'm back down to like uh, champ, uh, champ three, division three now. Uh, one game away from division four but like just being one game away and then having back-to-back people from like overseas be like oh sorry and i was like no man please so close Uh, so a guy um gosh i hope he still listens to the podcast i can't remember (laughs) what his name is right off uh but there was a guy from australia that messaged me on discord like 10 15 episodes into me doing the show yeah he was like hey have you ever thought about doing any coaching and i was like no (laughs) but (laughs) i mean i've coached and i have i have a background in teaching um so i'm i'm happy to like try Mm. you know 
So I sent, or we ended up spending like an hour together. Uh, and he's from Australia. Cool. Uh, so we ended up like working together on things. He was like, I think in plat. Um, so we just talked about like basic mechanics and, and things of that nature. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but you know, we, we spent like an hour, hour and a half together working on stuff and we ended up playing a game of twos together, uh, mm. on OCE servers. Uh, and then once we were done, I decided to queue up for more games just to like play some more, but yeah, I forgot to switch yeah. the servers. <laughs> so I ended uh, up getting into a ranked game in OCE was like 300 uh, ping. <laughs> I can't, yeah, I can't remember what the ping was exactly, but we, we almost won the game oh, and my really? teammate, uh, this is just goes to show how kind Australian people are. And this was my experience. Hopefully this is your experience on a consistent basis. I, <laughs> He sent me a message like in the middle or maybe I sent him a message and was like, oh, my gosh, I was doing this and forgot to un like forgot to change the servers. I'm yeah. so sorry. Uh, and he was like, oh, no big deal. And then at the end of the game, he was like, you know, for being in the US and queuing on Australia servers, you played really well. And I was like, Aww. oh, thank you. We <laughs> lost. Uh, but he was like, you know, all things considered, you played really well. So I was I was pleased with my performance, so nice. and yeah. at least, you know what i could do hopefully i will just cross my fingers that uh, uh all australians are always that nice i'm i'm sure that's not the case there's always a bad apple but for the most part <laughs> i'm sure they're all apple. very lovely <laughs> yeah so yeah <laughs> so not so i'm guessing that was twos then yes that was twos okay uh what is your ones rank oh i think i'm i teeter between diamond three and diamond two Okay. Yeah. I think I think one's rank is always really interesting. Mm. And I think just Rocket League in general, um and this is not a slight on any Rocket League player ever, but mm. I really don't feel like it's that hard to get to champ. What are in, what are your thoughts ones? on like getting in no oh, in, in ones it's very difficult. I was like, but oh, in, wait, really? <laughs> in in going back to like normal modes like threes, twos. Right. I, I feel like, you know, you can have a nice mix of being mediocre in a lot of things and, and get to, you know, a pretty high rank. Absolutely. I, I would say so, yeah. Um, because my yeah. ones rank, I I can get to plat three. I go all the way down to plat one. Mm. And it just, it's a show of how poor my ball control, car control, decision-making really is, that that's where I sit when it comes to ones. Right. And yet I can be, I can get to the quote-unquote highest levels of Rocket League in terms of like the highest color ranking yeah. in Rocket League, even though my individual skills are quite poor or have been quite poor. Right. Yeah, yeah, I would tend to agree with you that I think getting to champ is a lot easier than people, like if you're sitting in gold, champ looks so far away, or like gold or below, champ looks so far away, but it's it's once you start like actually just thinking about the game and not going autopilot, you, you rank up so, like genuinely so quickly once you just start thinking. 
And it's, it's <laughs> one of those you games. Just start thinking. <laughs> it, it is. It's one of those games where if you're like, oh man, like I'm I'm bad at this game. I can't level. I can't rank up. Blah blah blah. And it's when you sit there and be like, well, I've just done that wrong. Let's just not do that wrong again. And you're like, oh, okay. Because then you notice that the opponents makes just as many. Like that's the thing about Rocket League that I don't see in many other games is you always play people either around, like genuinely just around your rank. And the, as you rank up, you'll play people around that rank, which means it always feels like you're playing someone a little bit harder than you. But once you take a step back and look at it, everyone's making the same mistakes as you. Otherwise, they wouldn't be at the same rank you are. And that way, when you can just like kind of look at your own mistakes and be like, all right, should probably stop doing that. And you go, you think about it and you stop doing that. And you just capitalize on your opponent's mistakes. You get to champ a lot quicker than you, you ever thought you could. Yes. I And I think that's a perfect way to say it. Like if you just allow yourself to capitalize on other people's mistakes. Yeah. Easy champ. Yeah. I, like, yeah. I've learned that I used to play a lot of tennis. And the one thing I was taught is you don't win tennis. You lose it. And it's a thing of you can just mm. play it safe, essentially. You could play tennis mm -hmm. very safely. And because you're not ever putting in any risk, you don't really have a chance to lose it. And you just let your opponent make the mistakes and then you capitalize. And I've taken that. I take a lot of like sports that I've played into Rocket League in the same sense, mm -hmm. which is why in a lot of my videos, when people say, how do I get out of this? I just say, play a little bit more defensive, stop taking risks. And you'll see how many risks your opponents take that you can then just like, bounce back on and score easy goals oh yeah for sure mm. that's that's how i got to champ the first time i literally just sat in the defensive half or mm. at at midfield or back waited for everybody to screw up score yeah. a goal or easy. just let my teammates score goals yeah yeah that's I, a thing as well <laughs> i just i just sat at midfield and didn't get beat and mm. won games. Yeah. And that's super boring. <laughs> and I've talked about that on this podcast before. Like, it's boring. It can be not fun uh, just, like, watching the game happen in front of you. But if at the end of the day your goal is to just rank up, mm. like, just, you know, as Flakes would say, don't be yeah, a dummy Flakes. head. <laughs> and actually just about to bring him up as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, just don't be a dummy. Yeah. And you will win games. I wouldn't say that that's a way to improve. And that's where this false sense of security in between um, rank and actual skill is very skewed. Because like, if you just sit at midfield and wait for other people to screw up and then come in and score a goal, like you're not getting better at the game. You're just taking advantage of other people yeah. in a good way. Um so you're not necessarily getting better. Like you didn't, you know, set up a good pass or yeah. beat a defender or anything else. And that's when like the first time I got into champ two, I was just completely overwhelmed because that didn't really work anymore. Yeah. Um, but like, I mean, if, if it's yeah. go so ahead. Okay. Okay. If you, yeah, if you play that, that, uh, that style of play for a long time and then, you get to a rank like champ two where people will just play so much faster than you. It's just because you've played at that level and you've played that style of play, your mechanics don't really get a chance to improve. I think. Mm -hmm. Yep. And you, you just play playing it very safe is a smart way to get out of the rank you're getting out of until people are mechanically 
talented enough or like have worked on the mechanics enough to outplay you if you're not constantly improving your own mechanics. Mm-hmm. It is it's that flake style of players. He plays a very safe game. He doesn't commit when he doesn't need to, and he only really shoots when it's necessary. He won't take shots for no reason because that's uh, giving away possession. But mm-hmm. he's also got the mechanics to back him up in the case that he does get beat, or if things don't go his way, he can back himself up with raw mechanics. Yes, he plays very, very, I would say very, very smart, extremely conservative, mm. but when he needs to, the mechanics that he is capable of doing, uh, you know, are there as a tool when he needs it. You know, yeah. he's he's building, how, oh gosh, how can I say this? You know, it's, I don't even know. Um, it's, it's like he is, you know, just trying to put a nail into a piece of wood with a hammer, like his mechanics are that hammer. It's not like he's trying to knock down an entire house with that hammer. Yeah. Yeah. He's, he uses them to aid him when he needs to, but it's not, he doesn't solely rely like it. it, He's, his mechanics are a, a good foundation for the rest of his gameplay. If he needs to, he'll fall back on them. But if he doesn't need to, he can just play it safe, smart, conservative, and win with uh, win with smarter plays than trying to outmaneuver people. Yeah, uh, I think a, a really good example of that. I didn't. I haven't. I really didn't have an opportunity to watch a lot of RLCS this weekend. But yeah, I saw uh, Barcelona play just a little bit and i saw him score a goal i can't remember who put the ball in front of the net uh but he was like right there and instead Mm. of just rushing towards the ball as it was in front of the net to try and slam it into the goal uh the opponent tried panicked a little bit the ball bounced up and then after the opponent had reacted he was able to you know react to the reaction of the opponent and ended up being able to dunk and dunk the opponent and get the goal. Like right. the average player would just try and slam the ball in immediately as soon as it was there. Yeah. And he was just patient, let something happen, and then reacted in the most advantageous <laughs> fashion that he could in that situation, which I think is just like pure flakes. Yeah. His game sense is like kind of on that another like he's on like another level when it comes to game sense. He understands the urgency from his opponents and he's like all right if i was them i'd probably freak out a little bit uh, maybe not him because i don't think he ever really freaks out but like the go-to there is to clear the ball quickly and so he's like i don't need a challenge it's gonna be a bad 50 he has the game sense and the knowledge enough to be like that's what they're gonna do and i can just set myself up to react to it yeah it'll be really interesting to see uh how things play out for him this season because i would certainly say Uh, And obviously controversial is a strong word. And in terms of how people look at the game and play the game, I would say that he's one of the most controversial players just in terms of like how he talks about the game and how he wants to play the game. Yeah. He's, he's got a lot of uh, talk about him with his car choice at the moment. eh? (laughs) Yeah. And I think, you know, just, I mean, people will get over that, especially as, 
he starts actually winning with these ridiculous card choices, people yeah. won't talk about it as much. But when you're zero seven in the last game of the season, <laughs> you know when you're about to get relegated and you pull out whatever card that he pulled out, I wasn't even sure what car he played in that. I think it was the Merc. Like that's one thing, but. Yeah. You know, when you're when you come out with it and you're one of the biggest streamers right now on Twitch and people just know you for being that and then you start winning games. Yeah. <laughs> you know, then people are begging for a titanium white scarab. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, yeah. I didn't even think about that. I know. I I want to know when it's going to happen <laughs> it's and where the white thing. would even be. Yeah. Yeah. It's that whole thing of like. I saw a big thread about it on Twitter today. People being like, yeah, but if you want to play at your best, surely you'd be using the car you're comfortable with and not just trying to pick a different car to prove a point. But in the same respect, it's like he won. They they won, so it's kind of fine. <laughs> like, let him do his thing. I'm sure if they start losing, he'll change his mind. I I would like to know, and I don't want to get too off track because obviously... I mean, but whatever, it's my show. I do what I want. Um, <laughs> like if you if you watch his stream, mm. uh, he says all the time, like the car that you use doesn't matter. He uses all the different, he uses all kinds of different cars and he pulls off musty flicks and 45s and yep. 180 flicks. Like he's not even trying. He's mm. extremely effective as a Rocket League player and he understands the hitbox and it doesn't really have anything to do with the car for him. Yeah. Like he's just he's just good. He's just, he's just good, good at the game. <laughs> Say that again? He's just a good player. Like he is yeah. just a all-around amazing player who understands all aspects of the game and he doesn't let anything like yeah, he he understands the hitboxes and it's like he knows everyone is using a certain like the three cars and he's like it doesn't matter. And here's how to prove it kind of thing. Yep. I think, and this is a good show of just the kind of player that he is. One day on his stream, he said he was going to get off. And then somebody was like, you should invent a new flick or you should try to do something new, figure out something new. And he was like, okay, whatever. Uh, so he started doing that like as he was quote unquote ending his stream. And I, w I went off to do something else. And then literally two hours later, he came back and he was still trying to figure out how to do like a, a like a, a dragon new, flick. Yeah. Yeah. I so he, stream. Yeah. he spent like three hours working on this, just like on the mechanics of it. Yeah. Like, and, and, and he had 800 viewers doing it. So Jeez. that's, that's the kind of player he is. Like he understands the intricacies of rocket league in such a fine manner and that's i mean that's really why i feel okay talking about this mm. right now because like the the intimacy of the understanding that he has of the ball in the car are at such a high level that it doesn't matter what car he's using anymore like he knows how to do all of these things no matter what he's using yeah and so like he he can do whatever he wants. Like the car is not the issue for him anymore. It's and I I make this reference all the time too. Like it's it's almost like in in the Matrix when Neo <laughs> realizes that there is no spoon. You mm. know any? Mm. You've seen you've seen the Matrix, right? Yes, of course. Yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. Okay. Very good. <laughs> it's it's like when that scene where that little boy moves the spoon and it's like 
you have to realize that there is no spoon. <laughs> and and then it like moves around like Flakes realizes that there is no car. Yeah. Like he just knows how to manipulate the matrix and make the ball do whatever he wants it to. Yeah. I'm like, and also imagine someone like rocking up to a stream and be like, invent a new mechanic, invent a new flick. And you just have to be like, yeah, okay. And he's like, all right, let's go about it then. Like he's, he's just got the knowledge that like, no one's put these movements together and I'm pretty sure I can. So like, give me a few hours. Like, and now he's got the dragon flick and he actually has a, a mechanic that he's, he's working on perfecting. So it's like, yeah, I can't imagine just someone coming up and be like, invent something that no one's seen in the game. And for you to be like, yeah, just give me a few hours. Like, it's yeah. kind of crazy. Hold my cockroach. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So a long, long time ago, we started talking about that you were C3, <laughs> Division 3. And the, uh, I mean, obviously, in that video, I was like, this guy has to be GC by now. So I was so surprised when <laughs> you responded to my message. You're like, oh, I haven't gotten to GC yet. And I mean... Yeah. Uh, a vote of confidence for me. I mean, you'll get there eventually. Thank you. Uh, but two follow-up questions to that would be the first one: like, what are you, what are you working on right now? Question mark. There was no other thing that I wanted to add to that question. Like, like what get, are you working on right now? Yeah, like, what are you practicing? Okay. Or just, um, I mean, just, I. D- I don't like framing things in terms of like getting to GC because I know once right. you get to GC, you're going to want to, okay, now I have to get to 1600. Now I have to yeah, get to 1700. Yeah, yeah. So, so like, that, what, what is the next thing you want to add to your repertoire? Right. Um, I've started playing a lot more ones because my challenging is off. I know that definitely like the, like I did a shadow defense tutorial and uh, that was like a few weeks ago. And even afterwards, I was like, I could still be so much better at this. So I was like, I need to work on my challenging. So that's a big one. Uh, I started watching a lot of Flake streams around that time. <laughs> and it, like, literally, yeah, I started watching the streams. I was like, he has a point. I think I rush way too much and I could just play a smarter game. Despite saying it in so many of my videos, just playing a bit more defensive. I've kind of had the mindset of being like, I could probably, I'm probably fast enough to get play a bit offensive, like offensive and then get back to a defensive uh, play style. But realistically, I'm not I'm not fast enough yet, especially going into like high, playing up against GCs every now and then, and like high C3s kind of thing. It's like a, a lot of people are there for different reasons, and a lot of them are mechanically so much better than I am and mm-hmm. play faster. And I actually messaged, messaged uh, ch- uh, typed in his stream once, and I was like, hey, just on the off chance he'd respond, because I was like, how do, how do I figure this out? Like, how do I actually improve my own gameplay? And I was like, hey, I'm going, I'm C3, blah, blah, blah. I'm uh, trying to push a GC. I think I'm getting outpaced. I think that's my big thing. It's like, I'm just getting outpaced on the field. Uh, do you have any advice? And then like classic flakes, he called me a dummy. And I was like, yeah, okay, fair. And then, but he was also like, just stop trying to outpace. Like you don't, like if they're faster than you, like they're faster. There's nothing you can do in 30 seconds, like in the game time to just outpace them. So stop trying to outpace and just play, uh, position better and anticipate and i was like okay and i kind of went away from that and i was like that does make sense let's put it into game and so i just play one game uh a bit more passive uh and then i started watching things from uh my opponent's point of view and i'm not sure if anyone's spoken about that i haven't heard that on the 
on the podcast yet? Has like anyone watching replays before? from an opponent's perspective? Watching, yeah, your own replay from an opponent's point of view and like keeping your eye on your car. A couple people have, yeah. Oh, cool, cool. Okay, I'm glad this wasn't like this is something that people do then. <laughs> so I don't sound yeah, like, kind of yeah, crazy. Sure. Cool. A couple, a couple people have mentioned that before. Cool. So yeah, I I I went into it like that because I was like, I wonder if I've, I just go watch the fastest player on the pitch, see how he plays, but also keep an eye on myself and if I'm positioned correctly. And then from doing that, I realized that my positioning was just way off. Like my rotations were okay; they could be a lot better, but positioning was off. And so that's when I was like, okay, I'll play some ones and learn challenging. And then with challenging, if I can get my positioning right, I should be a lot uh, more comfortable in at this level at C at C three. And then from there, over the past few weeks, I've gone from uh, Division one to Division four, and now I'm between Division three, Division four. One game away from GC if if uh, things had not gone the way they did today. So yeah, to answer your question, I've been working on positioning, challenging, and kind of analyzing my opponents. Like if I if I know I'm not faster, then I'm not going to try and be faster. Mm-hmm. And I think fast is so interesting, and I'm sure it's just the same at C3. Is it like so? I haven't played a game of Rocket League. You're training this day. month, eh? Yeah, I haven't I haven't played a game of Rocket League in about a week and a half now. <laughs> and I will say that it's the most fun that I've had with Rocket League. Really? In such Oh my god, yes, I I love oh. it. I oh. love it. Like when I was growing up, uh I played a lot of basketball. Yeah. Um and my dad was a teacher at the high school that I went to growing up. So like when I would be in junior high or elementary school, you know, on the weekends or whatever, we would go to the high school and he would just let me shoot around. And I would, Mm. I wouldn't go as far as saying that I would run my own practices, (laughs) but I would, I wouldn't just like throw the ball at the rim. You know, I would practice shots. I would practice hook shots. I would practice jump shots. And there would be time. Yeah. Nice. And it was it was not like a very specific routine, <laughs> but I would I would also get to a point where, you know, if I missed the shot, you know, I would I would make myself run down to the other like run with the or dribble the ball to the other side and like do a pull-up jumper. And then if I missed it, I would do the same thing to the other side and wow. you know, do a pull-up jump like I would damn. I would Yeah, I would like really work. And I enjoyed that. It was fun for me. Uh, I, and I, I can't explain it. And even, you know, when I was going, well, I don't need to get into that, but I enjoyed it. <laughs> um, and I've been telling myself probably for the past year and a half that I should just spend, like when I spend time in free play or training packs or whatever, I get sucked into it and I yeah. just like work and try and figure things out. Like I'm a very analytical person. So when I'm working on a flick or trying to learn how to air dribble, your air dribbling video was, I mean, I was, I was jealous when I saw a hundred <laughs> hours on air dribbles and this, like, this is what I learned. Yeah. I, I just thought to myself, that's a dream come true. Just spending that much time trying to figure out the intricacies of how everything works um, mm. has just been just been fascinating. And then a couple weeks ago, I don't know if you saw me tweet about this or put anything out, 
I decided to do the dribble challenge for the first time. It took me six hours (laughs) to actually finish it, but it was from 12 uh, to nine. And I had a blast. (laughs) Like so many people were like, wow, that you had to be so patient or like how I would have given up hours ago, blah, blah, blah. And it was so much fun. Um, Wow. So I just, I've been, it's been the most fun that I've ever had in Rocket League because I just, I, there's no pressure to rank up. Like there's no pressure to, you know, get my MMR higher. I don't mm. have to win a game. All I'm doing is I'm improving. I, I mean, the, I feel like there is going to be pressure when I play those first few games. Yeah. Like if I, if I play my first game and I lose, it's like, <laughs> well, what the hell was this all for? You know, right, and I, right. I don't want to put that on myself because I know that there's so much that goes into Rocket League. Uh, mm. But at the same time, like I feel like I'm getting an understanding of the game. Like I'm really pushing myself to just get better at things. Cool. So do you, and, do you feel? Because I was actually going to ask. This is one thing I want to ask you because I know you knew you were doing this month of just training. Do you feel like? Every day you come back, like okay. So, what have you trained so far? You worked on like flicks and stuff. Yeah. Well, and this is an interesting question because I, like, I've been thinking about the time that you spent on air dribbles, and mm-hmm. like, you're like, some days I wouldn't even play any games because I just wanted to spend an hour or two on air dribbles every day. Yeah. Uh, and it's it's been back and forth. So I've been practicing uh, just dribbling. I've been practicing flicks. I've been practicing like bouncing the ball on my car. You have you finished the dribble challenge? I actually haven't. Like I get to twenty seven, I think it is, and I just oh, that, that takes me like an hour, and I'm like, okay, I'm actually really just tired. Get some balls and finish it. Come on, man. Yeah, Let's I need go. to. I, I once I saw it. you got you did it six hours. I was like, oh, I need to finish this. If I'm throwing down the gauntlet right now. <laughs> All right, get I'll it finish done, it and I'll I'll tweet it out. Yeah, I want to see it. Um, so. Level 30. Have you seen somebody do level 30? Like, have yes, you watched yeah, it? Yeah. Okay. So level 30, you have to be able to jump up and balance the ball on your car, right? And be able to jump over that thing and catch it again and then do it again really quickly. Mm. Um, so I've been practicing that and trying to do it faster. Right. So in Forbidden Temple, uh, the midfield, like where, where you do the kickoffs, like right in the middle of the field yep. is a circle around there. So I will try and take the ball around that circle and just constantly jump and catch the ball, jump and catch the ball, jump and catch the ball. Nice. I mean, yeah. uh, so I've been <laughs> doing that. Yeah. Uh, I've been practicing air dribbles. I've been practicing a lot of um, car control as well, like in the air. Right. Uh, and I actually want to give this guy a shout out if I can find his Twitter handle real quick. There's this. There's this person, I guess I don't know if it's a guy or a girl or how old they are. Um, I've been following them on Twitter for a little while. They'll post like really cool uh, pictures, but then they have also been posting videos, training videos of doing musty uh, car control uh, what's exercises. So Musty oh. a long time ago posted a video about different like practice these 10 things and you'll get to GC. Yeah. And one of them 
was a aerial car control on pillars. Uh, uh, the figure of eight. Yeah, doing yeah. figure eights. And one of them was um, air spinning, like spinning the entire time, yeah, air yeah. roll only. Like So being able to do this figure eight while air rolling the entire time. And the thing that attracted me to this game <laughs> initially, like straight up, was just doing anything in the air is just not only really cool, but I just think it's... I mean, and I I have no shame saying this. I just think it's beautiful. Yeah. Like a car, the car flying through the air, especially when somebody's like, quote unquote, old school free, freestyling like Jazer circa 2016, where he would just spin, mm. like forget ceiling shots and flip resets and all that nonsense. When mm. you see somebody just like spinning through the air after the ball and hitting this shot, it's just it's just a beautiful thing. Like Rocket yeah, League is just absolutely. such a beautiful game um anyways he would post videos like day 15 and would have like him doing the air roll and it was just like getting progressively better and better and so i saw i i tweeted at him um and it was like oh i i saw this in this musty video and he's been working on it and so i've been working on that you know every day or every other day because i would try to uh, do this air roll only like so there's there's three phases there's just like doing the figure eight like whatever you have to do to do it you know because obviously that's like where you start with air control yeah. um and then the next phase was maybe uh not using air roll so you do the whole thing but you do it without air roll at all so that you have to control your car at a bunch of like awkward angles, which is a great right. exercise, which is a very, very good exercise. Um, and then there's air roll only, which is extremely difficult, <laughs> uh, extremely difficult. Like if you're really looking for a challenge on uh, car control and haven't done a lot with it, like in Squishy has put out videos where he does uh, some of the obstacle courses and he'll just like freestyle through the whole thing. And it's amazing that he has that kind of control and I want to be able to have that kind of control. So I'm yeah. trying to, you know, I can't do that. So I've been practicing that a little bit. And then the fourth is just a uh, boost only. So like, you know, right. air roll, um, do whatever you have to do, but you have to hold down boost the entire time. Oh, and I wow. can actually, yeah, I can actually do that. Um, oh, damn. Okay. <laughs> uh, but the air roll one gets me because like air you're spinning only. and figuring out how to like maneuver the car to turn when you're mm. spinning. I don't know if you can do that, but I haven't been able to figure it out. Um, and so I'm actually going to make a video about this uh, and and the musty video kind of like a follow up. Cool. Uh, the guy on Twitter, though, is just Luke wbu um check him out now just yeah. look uh like one one thing yeah just luke l-u-k-e-w-b-u just luke. from the united kingdom and i guess oh, i yep. assume it's a dude because it luke, luke is in the name yeah um but anyways like he he posts really cool stuff like he always responds to my comments 
mm. um, or usually does. And he posts like nice, uh, nice pictures every now and then of like stills from Rocket League as well. Like it's a, it's a cool account, and I yeah. I appreciate that he's very focused on improving as well. Um, you know, I'm I'm all about that clearly, uh, <laughs> but. I could not for the life of me figure out how to spin and turn. So I've actually kind of adapted my own exercise from that. Um, What I did was I went to the throwback map because it's my favorite map in the entire game. And it's just a little bit bigger than a normal map. Higher ceilings, you know, it it goes behind the goal uh, both ways a little bit. And what I did was I will hold down air roll. But I will not try and spin the entire time. What I, st- I started out just holding down air roll and doing whatever I had to do to balance my car. Right. And it's, it's, it's tricky because usually how you balance your car is, you know, you, you're able to kind of go left and right, forward and back. You have all four of those angles. But when you hold air roll, all you have is forward and back to balance your car. So all of a sudden it turns into you have forward and back, but then if you're going too much in one direction, you have to turn your car to use that forward and back to then balance yourself. So it just, it changes it a little bit, but it still like messes with your brain because mm-hmm. eventually you get so much to one angle that you have to like very quickly turn you know, 90 degrees or 120 degrees to get your car at the right place so that you're in the right direction with the lean so that you can pull back or push forward to, you know, align, realign yourself. Yeah. So then after you can balance your car that way, then what I did was I started just trying to do laps around the map with, with air roll on. So then I was just doing, and this is, this is where I'm at right now in terms of like getting it down. Like I can, I think today I did it and I got like three laps before I screwed up. Um, nice. So it's, yeah, so it's, it's slowly getting better. And then now what I will do as I'm getting more comfortable is I will add in some spins on the turns so that I like have to uh, get comfortable with spinning, changing my direction, spinning more and keeping control of it. Yeah. So slowly adding in the like continuous rotations, uh, to that air roll, uh, so that I keep balance while Mm. also understanding exactly what I'm doing to control my car, um, to make it do those things. That's yeah. You, you, you've built yourself you've built yourself a training program that works for you based around things that you want to work on and like you've catered it for yourself. So like that kind of mindset, I think is the quickest way to improve, especially if you're like, if you're just training every day, I think that's going to, that'll do you well. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Another guy that um, I follow on Twitter and we've, we've done a little stuff together um, and we'll do more. Um, his name is like I just call him Retz, but it's like Retzalum, 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 right. uh, on Twitter, YouTube, things of that nature. Uh, he suggested that I make a halfway point, like a halfway update video, um, cool. which I think, which I think would be really interesting as well. Mm. Um, mm. So I will probably do something like that. But I, all that to say, like I have 
thoroughly enjoyed the the past week and a half. It's See, been you, it's been really really nice. You're going the whole month though. Oh yeah, no doubt about it. It's I'm exciting. I'm to the I'm to the point right now where I would almost consider doing it in March too. Like Damn. I don't I don't I think about it like when Squishy first played the game and he said this like in his videos or on stream or whatever like for the first 2 or 300 hours he just played in free play and played against bots. Like he did not actually play the quote unquote the game for the first 2 or 300 hours of him playing. It was just him in free play too. messing around. Wow. Why well, yeah. yeah, I get that's that makes sense. <laughs> Focus your mechanics and then and yeah. then head in. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. I mean, basically what Rocket League is, it's who can execute the game better than the other people. Mm. Who can execute the game faster and better than the other people? Like, yeah, you're playing quote unquote against another team, but really it's just how good are you? How yeah. good are you at doing the things that you have to do to win? And if you're worse at doing those things than the other person, then you're going to lose the game. So if yeah. you want to win, you have to be better at executing. And how do you get better at executing? It's not by playing the game over and over again. It's by getting better at executing those things. Yeah. Absolutely. And that's what I want to do. That's so once you, once you work, so yeah, you've done the dribbling challenge. Once you work aerials, are you, I guess you run that routine. You'd have to run that routine a few times over a few weeks to see improvement before the month is up. Do you plan on then having a step after the laps? Uh, are you talking, wh what are you talking about now? So like, you know how you're, you're currently doing, or you were currently doing laps. With the car control thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So I like, mean, what's the next step from there? Like, do you have, uh, uh, do you have a goal in mind that you'd like to finish the month with? No. Right. So you're just, no, I just, I just want to practice. I just want to practice every day. Like right. I want to, cool. when I'm in the game, I just, I want to improve. Yeah. You know, like. It's it's just about improvement. Right. Um, obviously, like, do I have it? See, and and this is this is opening a really big bag because I've also been kind of like you were in a place with your content, mm. um, in terms of trying to crank out so many videos, but then not really having any time to improve. Like, I'm a teacher at heart, and yeah. like that's why I started this. I selfishly started this podcast because I wanted to create content and I wanted to like um I I wanted to create content and I was I'm was very focused on my own improvement and I thought okay how can I create a podcast and it be about improvement you know right, so how can right. I selfishly talk about talk with people about getting better at the game but then also make sure that I have something to talk about on a weekly basis mm. um and I've certainly gotten into a rock and a hard place with my YouTube stuff because I've been I've been trying to figure out like what's going to motivate me or like what what am I driven to do YouTube wise or just content in general. Um, and I've tried to like, you know, do storytelling type stuff or like very like sunless con type yeah. videos. And that's just not 
me. Like right now I am thinking a lot about, I just want to help people improve. So I'm going to make videos about helping people improve instead of trying to add in these like grand story elements to my videos. Like I just don't care about it. Cool. Um, And now that I'm okay with that, uh, I feel more comfortable moving forward doing that. All that being said, um, in terms of like the lapse in my improvement, like I wouldn't necessarily say that I have a goal. Like, okay, I it's not like I want to be able to do the dribble challenge in an hour by the end of this month. And at the same time, like I'm not necessarily focused on one thing. Like if I just did the dribble challenge every day, you know, obviously I think that I'd be able to get it down to an hour or an hour and a half or 45 minutes or whatever by the end of the month. But I'm not necessarily looking at that. Uh, you know, I will just work on all of these different things a little bit, you know, from time to time. It's very unorganized right now, but at the same time, I'm hyper-focused on that thing while I'm working on it. Like there are very clear things that I struggle with that I'm working on. Um, like hitting air dribbles on a consistent basis or, you know, being able to get off the wall and then control the ball. Like once I do them for a half an hour, I feel really good. But then when I come back to them to the next day, it might take me a little bit to get back in that groove. Or, you know, I can't do a 45 degree flick every single time I touch the ball or every single time I want to do it. You know, I can't execute. um, uh, There's the first level on... um, the dribble challenge where you go up that ramp and you have to keep the ball on your car and then catch it or, you know, whatever, and then go like, I can't do that every single time. Um, so, you know, I'll spend 20 minutes practicing that over and over and over again. Uh, so it's just like figuring out these little things, but all these little things add up to me just being better at the game. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah, kind of. No matter what you, no matter what you practice, it's still practice. So, like, I guess coming back into the game once you start playing ranked, once you start playing games again, you'll have all the things that you might not have solely focused on, but are still incorporated. Like, like once you um that the the level you were just speaking about, the one where you go up the ramp for the first time, mm-hmm. you learn that that can that can incorporate things like obviously ball control, keeping the ball in your car. Uh, adjusting the speed of the ball of your car, sorry, while the ball's on top of it. And then there's things like catching the ball if you decide to catch it or air dribbling it if you decide to air dribbling it, air dribble it, sorry. But there's a whole lot of things, I think. I think people stray away from training a lot because they're like, I don't have the time. But first off, everyone has the time. Like if you have time to play the game, you have time to train as well. Like that's just how it is. You don't have to always play ranked. You don't have to always train. But once you train one thing, I think you're unintentionally training a lot of other things as well because there's so much that goes into it like i i trained uh redirects when my internet went down a few years ago i remember this it was when i was like plat i trained redirects for like five hours one day and it was just got really hard for me and i was like i couldn't do a lot of it and i ended up uh like finishing a few packs i was like okay that was really good i'll go in again went in again the next day it was getting easier and then coming out of it my aerial control was a lot better 
without me thinking like all I was thinking while training was I just want to score kind of thing. And so I was learning the different ways to move the car without thinking about it. And then coming out of it, I was like, I've, uh, as a result of that, I've learned a lot more about aerial control while I wasn't intending to. Mm-hmm. So I find I've recommended it a few times to people who have asked about training, just saying if you train something really hard or something you find really difficult, I think you you train a lot of uh, sub mechanics or like smaller things that help you build up to that without thinking about it. 100%. So taking that time, yeah, taking that time, especially over the course of a month like you're doing, taking that time to just train, you'll learn so much subconsciously that'll become muscle memory and you'll just i don't know if you've heard people t- like talk about blackout moments in aerial control oh yeah for sure yeah it's that it's like once you just especially with the laps you do certain things and because you're focusing so hard on getting it you're not consciously thinking about the muscle memory that is like building up once you do it and then over time it gets easier and easier and you look back and you're like man that was actually a bit easier than I thought. And it's just because as the more you do it, the more you learn it without thinking about learning it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, well, yeah. it's, it, it's breaking it down to its most finest moments or yeah. like the most minute thing. Like I could not control my car trying to turn it when it, when I'm air rolling, right. but what can I, what can I do I can figure out how to control my car when I have air roll pushed down mm. and under, start to understand how the car works like that. And just like, because so many times my car would get at like this 45 degree angle and then all of a sudden I wouldn't be able to get it back upright. So I need to figure out like when that happens, how do I get my car back to, you know, up, up and down? Like yeah. at a at a hundred degree straight, however, yeah. like straight up and down, and so it's it's breaking it down, taking out the difficult part, and just learning how to control the car, minus the spinning, and even working on that, you know, for the past three or four days, um, and taking out that part of it and breaking it down and and being able to then build it back up. When I hopped in to Throwback Today to try that, I instantly was able to start doing laps where two days nice. ago, I could barely keep my car in the air. Damn, so it's, so that's instant improvement. Like you've seen, yeah. uh, you've seen feedback and in like instant, uh, yeah, yeah, instant improvement. That's awesome. Yeah. And I would say that my air control is one of my strongest things, or I would like to say that it's one of my strongest things. So... Mm. Like I've spent a lot of time working on that stuff. So just adding in that air roll component, though it is something different, like air control is something that I would say that I'm comfortable with. So I wouldn't say that everybody would have that kind of instant gratification, but at the same time, it's been over three or four days that, you know, I've been, I've been working on that, you know, for an hour here, half an hour there. Um, But it's still like taking time to work on that. Uh, And, you know, going back to what you said about just like take time to train, training uh, to the average person, I would say, is not fun. Like it takes out the competitive, it takes out the initial um, endorphins of winning a game, right? It's it's just a different kind of gratification uh, that you don't initially see. And then also I would say that people are not, 
self-reflective enough to, and I, I hate saying that because I don't want to throw the human race under the bus, uh, you know, which I feel like I'm saying, but, um, like, again, like looking at your replays and, or at least just, uh, always be cognizant of the mistakes that you're making so that you can take that into free play or a training pack and, and work on it. Yeah. Uh, and it's just, it's not as, it's not as fun as just like, there's something addicting about queuing game after game after game. Mm. Um, and when you completely cut that out and that's not an option, uh, then all you have is to train. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and you know, I think moving forward, kind of what I've set for myself is, I'll give myself like 50 or 60 games in ranked each season. Like Squishy got to GC in what? 30 games on his most recent, you know, road to grand champ. Yeah. So I'll give myself 30, 40, 50 games each season at the beginning of each season. I'll see how far I get and maybe I'll get to GC. Maybe I won't. And then I'll just go back to training. And then every yeah. now and then I'll play a couple games with friends. But I think I really want my focus to be training. Like, uh, you know, whenever I come home from work, uh, I get at least a half an hour or an hour practicing, working on content. And then if I have time, I'll play games. Or like, you know, I have friends that play every Monday or Tuesday. So right. I'll play, I'll train every other day of the week and then play with my friends on the day that we play. Because they're all GC. Like, they're all a good gauge of my talent. It's not like they're all gold and diamond and I just, you know, destroy them each week. Like, they are better than me. So if I train all week, every week, and then play with them on one night of the week, I'll be able to understand how good I'm getting. Yeah, I mean, it's a direct comparison, and you'll be able to see the progress over time as well. 100%. It's a I solid think, plan. <laughs> I think I think my only concern really is with this strategy, but of course I would say that Squishy is a good example of like that I that it, it ends up working out because at the end of the day this game is not necessarily a fast game if you are mechanically strong. Like if you once you get to a point it, I guess what I'll say is you can only play this game so fast and then it turns into not being a dummy or playing smart and having the mechanics. So I I guess my only concern right now is that I'm not practicing fast enough so that when it comes to playing a game, like I can't execute a flick fast enough or I can't go after a ball on the wall fast enough. And so like all of this practice will have been effective for my mechanics, but it just won't have been fast enough to like get me to improve to like ultimate final form Tom level. But then at the same time, that's, that's just feedback on what my training has been. And then I go train more. So it's not like it's going to be the end of the day or like Mm. the end of the story. It'll just, it'll be like what it is. Yeah. I mean, you, like all the training you do in uh, free play or however you want to train 
will help you uh like uh obviously will help your solo mechanics and then once you can especially because you do play with gc players as well once you put that into in-game and you like obviously you will see improvement by yourself but then playing with players who are better than you or like are, are a higher rank than you will put you in those higher lobbies as well and so that i guess i i see that as a, another kind of training like if i were to play with gc players all the time you get put against higher ranked players and then therefore you're kind of pushed out of your comfort zone immediately and so you have to adapt to uh, a higher pace i guess a higher level of playing and so i'd see that as a, a type of training by itself that you can't like because obviously you can't practice being pressured or being uh like i guess you can download barker's mod and do the training part like the defensive one where you sit in net and get shots fired at you but playing with players that are higher ranked than you and just apply more pressure far like play play a faster game applying more pressure and putting you in harder situations is like a whole other kind of training by itself and so i think coming out of this one month of training that you're doing and then playing with your gc friends that like when you play you're i think that's going to be a really really good way to see improvement like you'll see personal mechanical improvement and then you'll be able to apply that to games where you have to play against faster and sometimes better players i think you'll see i think this will like you'll rank up so quickly out of this honestly <laughs> yeah i don't i I would like to think that too, and at the same time, I don't want to put that oh, pressure yeah, on yeah, myself. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's like a lot of people speak um, about. Once you're not trying to rank up and you're looking just to play to improve, is when you find yourself ranking up faster. Yeah, well, and and that's the thing that rank is such a stupid thing to pay attention mm. to. Like putting it bluntly, like just stop caring about rank in general, and that's what I that's. That's that's why I'm having so much fun. Yeah. Like I'm genuinely like just I I love playing the game right now. If if anybody asks me you know about the game or playing the game or ranking up or anything, I would just strongly recommend to not play ranked at all. Like do what I'm doing and I think because I know so many things that I have flaws in, like there there are so many things that I have deficiencies in that I have plenty to work on. And I know, like I, I watch high-level players and see the things that they do, and I just know that I can't do them. Like I watch Randy and I can't flick the ball like yeah. him. I'm getting closer, I'm getting better, but I, can't, I still can't do it that well. I can't hit ceiling shots, I can't hit flip resets. You know, my double touches uh, happen, but again, are not consistent. Um, There's so many things that I could work on. You know, I really have no reason to play ranked if I can't do all these things on a consistent basis. I mean, obviously, I have a reason. I can play it just for fun and to play games, but I I have just as much fun uh, trying to figure out these other things and, and get better at the game yeah yeah i i've mentioned the same sort of thing in a video recently where it's like i i kind of where i'd say i said something like if you go to a twos game and you play with a teammate who is not very uh 
who's kind of letting down the team in the way that he hasn't really put in time to his mechanics. Maybe he's got there by chance or got to the rank you are by chance. And when he's by himself or when he's on the ball, he's just kind of letting the team down because he hasn't put the hours in. You'd feel quite... I mean, if you were serious about your rank, you wanted to rank up, you'd feel pretty like upset about it, like bummed out. And so in the same respect, you wouldn't want to be that teammate to someone else, which is why I 100% say if you want to rank up and get better, just stop playing ranked and just train a lot more. Like, you wouldn't want to be that mm. teammate for someone else. So don't let yourself become that teammate. Like, as you rank mm. up, definitely just put some hours into training. And, like, the easiest way to rank, like, to get better and to rank up is stop playing ranked and just start training. Right. The easiest way to rank up is to get better at the game, which you will not do. I mean, you can do in ranked games. Yeah. You will do it a lot faster in training 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 yeah and that's why there are some people that are getting better at the game so much faster like newer players that are getting better faster because they're coming into the game they're watching rlcs Mm. and instead of playing games they are spending time in training they're learning all of these things and then they go into ranked and they just blow people away absolutely yeah i mean that is that is 100 percent uh the the name of the game yeah um yeah and i mean i i could not i could not be any more of an advocate for just training your face off yeah <laughs> yeah i've uh i've started doing it a lot more recently where i would just train like with 100 hours of air dribbling like i would just train and coming out of that i've seen it help me so much more like that's a very specific case where i just did air dribbles but coming into it now, if the ball rolls up the wall and I'm in the position, I'm comfortable going for it. And I've scored a lot more now than I did previous to that 100 hours dedicated to it. And so opening up that uh, that part of the game where if the ball goes up, I'm like, okay, I could, I can do something with this and I can become a threat from this part of the field now. Whereas previous to that 100 hours dedicated, I, I would be no threat whatsoever. Like putting in that those hours and that training to the point where I can now become more threatening and become more of a, like a, give myself more opportunities to score. And like, obviously then more opportunities to win games because I put in the time, the dedication, I, that's when I was like, all right, training is serious. I need to do more of it. All right. Thanovic. I think, uh, after all of that, conversation uh i hope you don't feel that i was just talking your ear off that entire time but you you really got me going on a few things no, no, uh, not at all man and like on it, honestly listening to it and i have been keeping up with your progress on twitter and i've been like watching obviously once you posted that that six hour thing of the it of the dribble challenge i was like all right i i this this guy's dedicated so hard i haven't even finished it myself so i need it i need to really go hard if someone can put in six hours like i can I can finish this. I can just like not stop after an hour and be like, nah, I can't be bothered. Like this, this for me has really opened my eyes to how much more I need to be training. So like, yeah, that whole time, even like, even if you feel like you were talking just nonstop, like I was just like the, like the, what I was getting out of the listening from it and everything. I was like, damn, I need to, I need to really dedicate training a lot more. Good. Well, I, <laughs> I'm glad that, uh, you got something out of it as well. Um, Cause I mean, 
It's it's really interesting because I started this podcast because I wanted to get better at the game. Mm. And I wanted to talk to people about getting better at the game. And now I feel like I'm more in that than I ever like genuinely have before. Right. And I feel like the effort that I'm putting in um, has just made me that much more passionate about just getting good at this game and passionate about the game because it's it makes me love the game just even more yeah. than I did, yeah. which is crazy, which is which is very interesting. <laughs> Um, I know that you've uh, listened to the show a little bit, uh, much like the, <laughs> uh, I'm going to throw you under the bus here, much like the dribble challenge. I don't know that you've actually finished an episode before. <laughs> uh, so I will not, uh, try and uh, put you through the ringer, but, um, just in case you don't know, we always end the episodes, uh, in the same way. And the first way that, uh, the first step of that is any final thoughts that you would have for the Infinite Boost audience? For the Infinite Boost audience. Um, honestly, I I would be incredibly surprised if you came out of any single one of these without learning something. Um, I know the few episodes I have watched, I, I literally, I'd, I'd get like halfway through and I'd be like, God damn. <laughs> like, you take something away from every, every single one of these. And so... Uh, yeah, I I would love to hear back. I'm not sure if any any of the of the audience follows me, but I'd love to hear from any of you personally that have learned something. Not from like I guess from this episode, but from like from any of them because podcasts is something that I need to listen to more. And like I started listening to this one before you hit me up, and so that was that was for which me. is so which yeah is so <laughs> cool. It's so fun. It's so fun that you uh, it came across you uh, before we even talked about yeah. It. So getting that message, I was like, oh wow, this is real. <laughs> Like this is, I didn't think this would come across, but I was like, damn, that's, that's sick. So I, I would love to hear from anyone who's listened to it, uh, to, to the podcast and what people have picked up, because I think this, I think you have a really, really like solid podcast going and like, I'd be so surprised if people have listened to episodes and not taken anything away. Yeah. Thank you for that. I, that's a, that's really nice of you to say. And I know that I'm <laughs> no a little reason. biased, but I would, I would like to think that uh, I have a really good thing going here. Mm. Um, mm. And actually, uh, shout out to previous uh, previous guest on the show, Flash. He does the ASAP Weekly podcast. He, yeah. he tweeted out today uh, about the, the Black Widow episode that, you know, I've just been, I've been extremely fortunate in, in the folks that have been willing to come on this show. We've had tons of, I've had tons of really good guests and had really good conversations. Um, I think... No, you, you're like, uh, I just, Black Widow was the halfway mark for the year. So you're right around episode 30. So we're, we're moving closer and closer to the, the one year mark. Um, and it's, it's truly just been a a blessing and such a fun ride to be able (laughs) to do this show. And, and I really appreciate you, uh, taking the time to be a part of that. And I certainly think that, um, even though I, I did a lot of talking during this one, uh, you have been uh, a, a good addition, and I look forward to uh, having you again soon, sometime in the future, uh, and I'll, I'll let you do a little bit more talking <laughs> that time, I promise. No, I really appreciate um, hearing it all. Like hearing, hearing this uh, one-month journey you're going on, because it's, it's, it's mad. And for anyone that does play Rocket League, I, I can't imagine many people being like, I'll, I'll do one month without playing ranked. So like hearing it from your point of view has been incredible 
Yeah, good. Well, I'm I'm glad that you feel that mm. way. Uh, my wife and I were vegan for five years, and we went cold turkey. Right. And I I told myself like when I when it came into my mind, I was like, if I can not eat, if I can do that cold turkey, I cannot play games yeah. for a month. <laughs> yeah, I can handle it. So, and I mean, I'm I'm so happy. So I'm I'm really glad that I made the decision to do it. But yes. uh, again, enough about me. <laughs> Phase two of shutting down the episode. Um, is uh, sharing any uh, anywhere that you would like to be found out on the internet. Where where can people find you? Oh well, okay. Um, so there's my YouTube channel, which is just YouTube uh, slash Thanovic kind of thing. Uh, the standard, just like Thanovic. Um, there's my Twitter, which I'm trying to bring up at the moment, which is Thanovic RL. Um, there's also my Twitch that I'm trying to trying to do at the same time. <laughs> which I believe is just Thanovic, uh, twitch.tv slash Thanovic. Uh, and then I guess there is my Instagram as well. I'm not as active as my, on my Instagram, but I plan to be very soon, which is Thanovic.rl. Got it. <laughs> so there you go. Find him out there on the internet. Um, the YouTube has been crazy so far. I mean, this this audience is one that's all about improving. Mm. Uh, and he makes uh, some really great content around improvement. So uh, it would certainly be worth your time to make your way over there uh, to check out some of his videos. I really enjoyed, especially the last couple, when you talk about uh, taking taking it to a next another level and, and really upping what you're doing. I think that comes across extremely well. And, I mean, it shows in the numbers as well. Yeah, so yeah. cheers to you on Thank that. You. Thank you, man. Um, and then you uh, obviously already said this a little bit, uh, but the final thing is a, a question to the audience. Right. Yeah, I didn't actually plan this. Um, so I'm trying to think of what other people... A question to the audience is... Wait, do I get to say a question in which... Like, uh, I expect a response or a question in which I can just kind of pose something for people to think about? I mean, you can do whatever you want. I'm trying to think about what other people have done. Um, okay. I would say then uh, a question to the audience is how much time do you find yourself putting in to rank compared to training? Because I know training has been the topic, I guess, of this of this part, of this this <laughs> session. So if you look at your time played in ranked and you compare it to how much you've played in training, do you see... I, a lot of people will see... 10% training, 90% ranked. And how hard would it be for you to make that 50-50? And if you do so, uh, t- I would say uh, take a week and then have a look and see how much you can progress if you go 50-50 instead of uh, a 10, 10% to 90. Um, but yeah, have a look at your ranked and see how much, take a step back and say, how much more time can I put into my my training and how much will that will i progress in that week Mm. yeah i think i think that'll be my question yeah and that's i mean that's a good one it's very like take this time to think about yourself kind of yeah provocative question yeah (laughs) nice cool uh well i will i will say again that uh this was extremely enjoyable i really enjoyed uh chatting with you and same, and getting same. to hang out a little bit so thanks for working with me and and making it happen 
Um, and I look forward to uh, great things for you in the rest of 2020. Um, <laughs> Thank you. For sure. Thank you so much for having me yeah. on. I'm, I'm, congratulations on passing that 10,000 downloads. That's, that's oh, insane, thank man. You so much. I, I'm looking forward to see this blob in 2020 as well. Awesome. Well, thank you again. Um, that's all for this episode. It's been a real treat, Thanovic. And as always, thank you for the boost. <laughs> thank you so much, man.